This is the Colorado Tech Weekly Podcast for Monday, March 28th, 2016. Colorado Tech Weekly is your source for the top 10 Colorado Tech news stories for the past week and the top 10 technology-related events for the upcoming week. I am your host, Scott Pantel. This podcast is powered by your interest in the Colorado technology community. The best way to show your interest is by supporting the show through my Patreon page. That can be found at patreon.com slash Colorado Tech Weekly. You can also make a one-time donation on coloradotechweekly.com. You can go to Patreon and be the very first to be a Colorado Tech Weekly Patreon, which would make you super awesome. The fact that you listen to this podcast already makes you awesome, but you could be super awesome. Anyways, this week in my post, I asked, which is better, planning or improvising? This is actually a trick question because I think the answer is both, but you have to do them correctly. So you came up with a term called shotgun innovators, which I actually really like. Uh, to me, a shotgun innovator is not a good thing to me. Uh, that's someone who just thinks if you shoot from the hip all the time, you'll succeed. Um, I don't think that's true. Uh, that's good for brainstorming, good for coming up with ideas. But an idea is one thing, a plan is a whole other thing. So my idea is you brainstorm, you come up with a cool plan, or you come up with a cool idea. Then you make a detailed plan. And then maybe you follow that detailed plan. You don't have to. That's where the cool improvising comes in. Because just like last week with the snowstorm, everybody had to improvise, no matter what the plan was. So sometimes you don't have a choice. So my idea, plan, then improvise. Just my opinion. If you'd like to share your opinion about this on next week's show, I'd love to hear it. Uh, Email me, feedback at coloradotechweekly.com. Now, we'll move on to the headlines. In her Heck Yeah series for the Denver Post Tech Plus blog, Tamara Chang profiled Revelar this week. Revelar is a Denver-based, women-owned business that makes a wireless personal alert button that connects to your smartphone and can send out an alert to whoever you choose. Uh, The alert will then give them your location so that they can get help to you. Uh, if you don't know, my full-time job is working as a 911 dispatcher, so I get to take 911 calls from people who need help. There's only one piece of information that I can get that will be your location, because if I can only get that, then at least I can send someone to help you. So the Revelar device is a very cool idea. Revelar has 15 employees and will start delivering their products on April 1st, which is this Friday. From BizWest. Boulder Sports League management app maker TeamSnap went local for their search for a new CFO with former next-gen CFO Pat Benner. Benner does have some merger and acquisition expertise, which makes this an interesting move. I invite you to read as much or as little as you want into that move, because I have no idea. Speaking of acquisitions, Denver-based Fruition acquired DS2 Magento Hosting. DS2 is a Salt Lake City-based hosting company that will bring development and enterprise-level hosting talent to fruition, well, to the company fruition. Fruition was founded in 2003 and was recently named one of the top marketing agencies in Denver. Built in Colorado shared a story last week of how four Colorado tech leaders are working to empower women in tech. 
It talks about Kate Catlin, founder of Women Rising, a site and community to help women find career mentors. Also mentioned are Hannah Davis, program director at MergeLane, which is a women-focused startup accelerator. There's also Kara Jo Miller, co-founder of the Boulder Denver chapter of Girl Develop It, which I've shared many of their events on my blog. And Jacqueline Ross, who's founder of Revlar, which we just talked about. Colorado is home to a lot of great groups that focus on women in tech and women in startups in general. Uh, some of those groups are the National Center for Women in IT, uh, more familiar as NCWIT, that is headquartered in Boulder. Then there's Women Who Code in Denver and Boulder, Women Who Startup, which is based in Denver, and Lesbians Who Tech Denver, who actually I need to get a sticker from. I talked to someone last week on Twitter and they said they would send me a cool sticker to add to my Colorado laptop of tech awesomeness. So yeah, there's basically a rarely a week that goes by that I do not share at least one women-focused tech event on my blog and on this podcast. And I don't do this because of any sort of altruism. Uh, I do this because the events look really cool for developers and I'd love to be able to go to one. So check them out. Um, most of the events you'll see will be from Women Who Code and Girl Develop It. Innovation News reported that Boulder's SendGrid announced that it is now available in the Google Cloud Launcher, which is a marketplace for the for Google Cloud Platform users. The integration will enable SendGrid customers to seamlessly the integration will enable SendGrid to customers to seamlessly deploy its cloud-based email service. Easy for me to say. Another list from Built-in Colorado. They listed just five software developer openings in Colorado. I say just because there are way more openings than five in this state and on their site. The five openings profiled are... Software engineer with Boulder-based and cool sock company SolidFire. A big data software engineer with CA Technologies, who acquired Rally Software in Boulder to end up there. Uh, there's full stack engineer at Louisville's Aptio. You could be one of many Java developers at Dish, or I could be for that matter. And the last job listed is Senior Full Stack Web Engineer at AppThis in Denver. For more information on these jobs and more, check out builtincolorado.com slash jobs. You know, you would think as much as I share the lists and the posts from Built in Colorado, and that I actually post my blog on their site every week, I don't have any formal relationship with them. I just think it's a really cool site. All right, Denver-based Wazi Digital announced that they will be launching live event services at NAB 2016. Sounds exciting, but I don't know what NAB is. I'm guessing it's some sort of cool industry conference. Anyways, the live event services from Wazi Digital are designed to make it easier to capture, manage, and access video content quickly. This is especially important for sporting event broadcasters or streamers. Is there a difference? Anyways, from built-in, no, sorry, from Innovation News, Denver's contact management platform, Full Contact, acquired contact management service, Brewster, which makes perfect sense. 
full contact acquisition acquisition of Brewster designed to increase their how did I put that? Sorry, I'm trying to ad lib instead of read what I typed out. Let's try that again. Full contact acquired contact management service Brewster, the acquisition of Brewster's product experience and relationship aware identity technology will broaden full contacts product offerings. From the Denver Business Journal, they reported that Houston-based Poetic Systems is opening an office in Denver in April. That's next month. Poetic Systems is a fast-growing development company that designs apps and sites for startups. It has around 40 employees in Houston and plans to start out small in Denver with an account manager overseeing one developer and one designer when they open their office. And the last story of the month, which... Actually, it's true because the next Tech Weekly will be in April. Is from the Denver Business Journal. They wrote up a story about how Denver cybersecurity company ProtectWise worked to protect the data during the Broncos' win at Super Bowl 50. Unfortunately, I thought this was a free-to-access story, but I was wrong. Anyways, if you're a Denver Business Journal subscriber, go check out that story. And that is it for the headlines this week. I'm always looking for cool news stories and sources. So if you have any stories you think I should share or events you think I should share, you can email me at feedback at coloradotechweekly.com, share them on the Colorado Tech Weekly Facebook page, or send a tweet and include the hashtag Colorado Tech. Now let's look ahead to the top 10 upcoming technology events. We have a few reschedules on Wednesday, March 30th, Refactor U is hosting their rescheduled web development career fair. This will be at the Agora at the Riverside in Boulder. On March 31st, the Colorado State University Department of Journalism and Media Communications is hosting Bonnie Ross, who is the Corporate Vice President at Xbox and Head of 343 Industries, the studio that oversees the Halo video games. Ross is a CSU alumna, She'll be talking about video gaming, empowering creativity with technology. That looks really cool. Also on Thursday the 31st, the Denver Boulder Cybersecurity Meetup is hosting a rescheduled talk, thanks to the snow last week, on an introduction to health IT cybersecurity. This will be hosted at SecureSet in downtown Denver. The last event on Thursday, March 31st, is the Galvanize first ever Fort Collins Full Stack Hiring Day. Should be going on all day at Galvanize Fort Collins. On April 1st, it is April Fool's Day. Aside from that, the HTML5 Denver Users Group is not fooling around and is hosting a hands-on with Angular 2 event. This will be an all-day hands-on event with a $99 price tag that goes to support the HTML5 Denver Users Group. Uh, so you get to basically spend all day learning how to use Angular 2, which sounds like it's definitely worth it. Also on Friday, April 1st, it is the first day of the Go Code Colorado Challenge Weekend. It'll be hosted at five different places around the state. If you're in Denver, you'll be going to the Commons on Champa in downtown Denver. 
If you're in Colorado Springs, you'll go to the Epicentral co-working space. If you're in Durango, you'll go to Durango space, not just general space around Durango, but actually a place called Durango space in Durango. If you're up north in Fort Collins, you'll go to Galvanize Fort Collins in Old Town. And if you're all the way on the other side of the state in Grand Junction, you'll go to the Business Incubator Center in Grand Junction. The Challenge Weekend goes from Friday night the 1st all the way through Sunday the 3rd. Uh, I was on one of the teams that won the Go Code Colorado Challenge last year, and that Challenge Weekend is definitely a big thing to be a part of. All the other events we have listed are for Tuesday, April 5th. Boulder UX is hosting a talk called Innovation by Design. This will be at Galvanize Boulder in Boulder. Also on Tuesday, the Colorado Independent Game Developers Association is hosting a game developers meetup at Serenity Forge in Boulder. Also on April 5th, the Denver Java Users Group is hosting Tim Bergland, who will talk about building Java applications on Cassandra. Not someone named Cassandra, but the architecture calls Cassandra. And then the last event we have listed on Tuesday, April 5th, the Denver Open Source Users Group is hosting a talk called Hazelcast Platform, presented by Nils Kilden Pedersen, who works for Hazelcast as a senior solutions architect. So that is it for all of the events coming up. And that is it for this episode of the Colorado Tech Weekly podcast. You can find everything discussed in this episode at coloradotechweekly.com, which is also shared on Facebook every Monday morning at facebook.com slash coloradotechweekly. Please don't forget to donate to the Patreon page so that I can have cool things like intro music and interviews and sound effects. You can donate to the Patreon page at patreon.com slash coloradotechweekly. And if you want all of the Colorado Tech news all the time, follow me on Twitter at Scott Pantel. If you just want the tech news and none of my other nonsense, follow the Colorado, Colorado Tech hashtag on Twitter. You can find what projects I'm working on if I ever decide to actually blog about them at scottpantel.com. Thank you, and have a good week. Whew, a little bit tongue-tied this week. I blame Easter chocolate. <laughs>